There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that oh, culture? Oh, yes. Goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding, Ding dong. Las, Las Culturistas, culturistas calling. calling. And fuck. Can I say, it is so, I, the first word is fuck. The first word a, is it's fuck. It's the front runner for title of ep already. The I mean, the first, first word, word is, fuck. is fuck. That applies to a lot of stuff that's going on right now, I would say. Top of mind, can I say first thing? What are you going to say? J.K. Rowling. It's stunning. It is shocking. Let's just, let's just uh, start this off by saying... <laughs> There's a lot of peripheral culture that we have yet to address that I think is... Things happening in the background that are huge. That are, But that demand our, our point of view. I mean, no, nothing demands our point of view, really, but like... Some of these things demand our point of view so we can move on. We have to, we have to confront these things head on so that we can, they can be addressed and move on. For example, I mean, the Leah Michelle of it all. We- the Leah Michelle of it all, the Lindsey Graham of it all, the J.K. Rowling of it all. I mean, there's a lot to go through. Oh, you mentioned Lady G. I haven't even thought about her. I've thought about Lady G a lot recently. I've thought about Lady G a lot in the grand scheme. I'm saying in the first minutes of our conversation, haven't even considered Lady G, and yet Lady G is waiting in the wings. Yes, I want to address something straight away. Okay. You see these bandages yeah, all over my arm? Ban- yeah, what happened? I tried to ride a bike to like sort of like kind of free myself. Mm-hmm. I went over the handlebars of my no. bike. No, you have to understand. And our guest has said no. No. And I I, I agree. <laughs> She's sick. We have to bring her in. Let's just bring her in now. I I I I, I, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. Paula Cole. Uh, call me Paula Cole. 
uh, yeah, call Matt Pollacol for our lives to be over. <laughs> our guest is actually a huge a cyclist. She loves a bicycle. Oh my god! Oh my I mean, god! Not, not only on. not only cycling fan, but also we've not even realized this. But we were we we've had Michelle on the schedule, and yet we've done our whole Survivor dance, and I we haven't know. even spoken to Miss Collins. So now here we go. She's gonna come in, and she's gonna tell us her thoughts because there is much to discuss. Okay, so let's just go through the credits really quickly. Go um, through them because why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? She's the host of the Michelle Collins show on Sirius XM one hundred nine. Check her out. 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Um, she hosts, um, oh, From the Neck Up? Wow, <laughs> yeah, I do host that. From the Neck Up with Sunday Adam Rapon on, on IG Live. <laughs> yes, we got on a major network, IG Live. Tough. <laughs> Tough to get a show there these days. <laughs> they greenlit it. That's huge. Congrats. I saw huge, the huge, huge viewing audience on IG Live. That's so cool. Listen, those 400 people that watch are some of my favorite people. 400 is not, not a bad number. 400 is not a bad number on IG Live no, at all. That's really Honestly, good. Honestly, I'll, I'll tune into my IG Live and think it's a moment and like wait and be like, hey guys, I'm waiting for you guys to come out. And it's like 60 people. 60 people. <laughs> The I'll, numbers I'll just, are. I'll wait for bad. you guys to kind of like formulate. I'll wait for you guys to get here and I'll wait. All of us, not all of us, not all of us can be AOC and that, that we're like spend the first 30 seconds being like, hey, hey guys. It's actually hi, a rule of culture. It's a rule of culture number 71. Not all of us can be AOC. Let's say together. I'm on next week's, not all of us I'm, can be AOC. Wait, what? Yeah. You're on next week's what? I'm on next week's versus. It's me versus Questlove. And I hope people watch. No, you know how they do that once a week? There's like this Verzas with like a Z and it's like two musicians like Babyface versus someone. You don't know about that? You're going up against Questlove? No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) Come on. No, but I don't um, know what's real. Oh my God. (laughs) My favorite part of IG Live is um, the first five seconds when you have like 2,000 viewers and I'm like, oh my God. And then everyone's like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> what am I doing out. here? Like, no, because honestly, how when you ever, whenever you log on to IG, how how often is it that you accidentally go on someone's live all the time? Well, it's sad because it shows you how <laughs> fucking often I'm on it. Like I'm always <laughs> clicking and tapping and looking and DMing, and it's like. It's sad because it really shows you. Um, I should also add no. before we continue that I also um, in a couple weeks have a podcast coming out. That's a that's a breaking news. What, what what's is it called? Tell us all about it. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name, but I will. It's called. When is this coming out? This week? Wednesday. This week. This Wednesday. Week. This is called. It's. Tell me if you like the name. Okay. Okay. Ready. Midnight snack with Michelle Collins. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. I don't think I don't think you'll ever I don't think you'll ever beat the name of uh, a podcast that you used to host that was formerly called Fresh Batch, but then it changed to Edit That Out. Because yeah, Edit That Out. <laughs> you would say that all the time. Edit that out. Edit that. Well, everything I say, I'm like, please just fuck, just cut that. I don't want anyone hearing that. I love Midnight Snack. It's evocative. It's just like it relates to food. It relates to like being so sexy, which you know I am. Never sexier than in quarantine, boys. Yes. I, Never. Mm, I look like um, I'm like the third, like in the white chicks too. Like I'm the new third one. <laughs> like something happened. Oh my know, god. I have like. I have like latex face now. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, oh my God, let's talk. White chicks, white chicks too. Well, the star of white chicks too. Everyone, please welcome into your ears, Michelle, Michelle Collins. Collins. Wait, Thank we have you. The, all okay. of a sudden like I'm I'm lit up because I need to talk to you about so many things. Like Bowen, you mentioned Leah yeah. and Michelle. Michelle, what is your take on Leah and Michelle and all these Tell movies? Us everything. So I um I've had one interaction with Leah Michelle. I did tweet I knew about you this. would have had at least at one interaction with her. They pitched her to come on my show like a few weeks, maybe 
three months ago, right before quarantine. And uh-huh. I was like, absolutely. Like, yes, yes, I want her to come on the show so that I could. And I never do that. I, I, you know, I never talk shit about any of my guests, but I was just like, yes, like bring yeah. her on so I can see it IRL. Because I've had some <laughs> guests come on who have been very nasty. I'm sure you guys have too. But I was waiting at the WeHo parking garage. Matt, do you know where the celebrity <laughs> yes. target is? The celebrity target is that? Just uh, say where it is. La Brea and Santa Monica, where yep, Crazy Rock okay. and Sushi is. I'll make yep, this quick. I know the one. I got like $900 Don't make it sushi. quick. You know Don't make it be. quick. <laughs> <laughs> Except for my IG live show. What? I want the details of yes, Dia Michelle. Please be as detailed okay. as possible. So basically, I had ordered all the sushi because I am a pig person. And they gave me, a, I like to get their house sauce, which is basically sesame oil with like a little ponzu stirred in for laughs. And so they gave me a tiny, <laughs> they gave me a teensy, like a tiny little cup of it, which they knotted the bag at the top. Like the bag was full of styrofoam. They put this little oil cup in the middle and then they did like a balloon knot with the bag handles at the top. Like there was uh-huh. like no, nothing left. So I'm holding this like 48 pound bag of sushi and I'm waiting by the elevator between the BevMo and the Jersey Mike's. If you know LA, you know where I'm talking about. Yeah. Which, by the way, that elevator is like has summoned demons before because one time I got in it and a man with blue whiteout contact lenses came on and I was like, free- and like one flip flop on and I was freaked. And he went, Oh, are you gonna cry? I'm in the elevator. No, he's gotta go. I'm, I'm also just bracing myself for how Leah Michelle. <laughs> Is it just is involved in this sushi conquest? I'm literally already weeping. Cry. So listen, no, don't cry. Are you gonna cry? Are I'll you gonna cry? cry? So anyway, so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, this fucking oil cup falls out of the bag, no. breaks open, spills all oh, in front of no. the elevator. Oh. It's Ponzu like and sesame oil. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Keep, I, I keep interrupting. The door opens. No, interrupt. The door opens. No. And who steps out but no. Leia Michelle and her boyfriend? No. And oh. I didn't even see that it was her. He came, he walked out first, and then it was her going to Bevmo, by the way. And I said, um, I said, hey, hey guys, watch out. Someone spilled sauce. Michelle. <laughs> Oh my I went, god. I went, hey, I'm holding a bag of sushi. Wait, oh. was, this, was this after she had been pitched as a guest on your show? No, no, this was like five, six years ago. This is a okay. while ago. Oh, and, okay. Oh, no, 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 this was so, this, she wasn't with her husband, Lanny Reich, or whatever his name is. So, what was her reaction I, to the, so to, I said, to the situation? Hey guys, and meanwhile, she didn't know that I spilled it. So, I was actually being nice. I went, hey guys, like, watch out. Somebody spilled sauce. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like yeah. everywhere. I'm like, why would I know it's sauce? Mm. I guess I gave myself away. <laughs> so, what did she do? Someone spilled sauce is what the podcast should be called. Some, someone spilled sauce. <laughs> it's so much funnier. Someone spilled, spilled sauce. <laughs> oh my God. Ponzu and sesame oil from Crazy Rock and Sushi. <laughs> I'm like crying now. Anyway, so I said it and she went, oh, like to me, like really rolled her eyes. I was no. in the one second interaction I had, instead of going, oh, thanks, or ew, or whatever, like a normal sauce reaction, she was like, oh, like as though I even like attempted to talk to her. I didn't even know it was her other than her oh. mug. 
which is like uh, Michael's Halloween display, you know. And she came up, and then the boyfriend, who was cute, was nice and smiled and went, oh, thanks. And I was like, Is she uh, still uh." with him? No, she got rid of him. And then actually, I have another friend who DM'd me that was like, oh, is this the guy? And I can pull up who it was. They've broken up, and I bet he has some good stories. You should have him on the show. Let me pull up. Oh, my God. We should have him on the show just for Leah Michelle T. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should tell everyone that spilled sauce. What? Someone spilled sauce. We should tell everyone that doesn't know, Leah Michelle has been called out by dozens of cast and, yeah. members of Glee for her sort of like very rude, dismissive, yes. nearly abusive behavior of the of the I'd say like, it's background actors. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Creating a toxic atmosphere. But specifically racist. I mean the whole shit in her wigs thing is like a like a full on like yeah, that's like specific to a black woman. There are a lot of people who have been um, who have been saying like, no, she's not racist. She was horrible. Like her Heather Morris wrote yeah. on Twitter, oh, like right. or that's Instagram. Right. Like she's she's rancid to everyone. Like it's almost like she's colorblind because she's just yeah. nasty to everyone. Yeah. But I feel like you're absolutely right. Like if you say something like shit in your wig, that right there, you can be rancid plus racist. Yeah, 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 yeah it can yeah, yeah. be both. You know, yes, so. absolutely. Does not preclude you from being racist, but um, exactly. being oh. rancid does not mean you can't be racist. That's actually, rule culture number fifty. Being, being rancid, rancid does not, not mean you, mean can't, you be can't be racist. Well, so what? So then, so what's your take on this whole thing, Michelle? We want to know. Me? Yeah. Um, here's my take. I think <laughs> me. That it has been the <laughs> who me me. Um, it has been a known thing that she is raw ten, like a yes, rotted. Yeah soul yeah uh-huh. and i am actually shocked that it's taken so long for people to even kind of like out yeah. her for it because she's yeah. so horrible i got texts from people i haven't talked to in ages who like famous people who i don't know well who i love uh i'm i've changed <laughs> <laughs> well i famous, have changed famous people who i don't know <laughs> who i love i love who I love. Michelle, I mean, because I haven't icon. laughed in so long, I feel like I'm like on something no, extra. I, yeah, this is the first fire. time I'm laughing genuinely in like two weeks. Wait, truly. so, like so people have reached out to you and been like, oh my God, thank God things about her have come out because I I can't believe the things that happen, happen to me with her. Like legit without naming this person, someone said one day we're going to have a fireside chat and I'm going to tell you my stories and you're going to shit. And wow. I was like, I, and he lives in LA and I was like, I will literally fly to Los Angeles for that alone, like that to me is so exciting. I'm sure she's, what do you classify that as? Just being like a fucking, like, how does someone become that mean? I think that she is just like one of those, well, I was watching her Insta Live with um, Amber Riley, and she was saying to someone, she was like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that Leah Michelle is racist. I'm not gonna say that because I have my experience with her, whatever, but I can't say that flat out here in the Insta Live. What I can say is that as a result of this conversation, a lot of people have been DMing me saying that they have felt abuse by the hands of the white girl stars of whatever show they were working background on, which is obviously not surprising. Like these girls, like and these people who star in shows they really think that everyone works for them um which is honestly if anything else it's a good reminder that that is an insane thing to think you happen to be lucky to be the person that is the star of that show it does not mean you are talented period it also does not mean that you are talented with more talented than everyone else that's working there but you want to know what's so 
the, the fun little whipsaw to all this is, is that I remember distinctly when Glee first came out, Leah Michelle was doing all this press and doing all these interviews where she, the, the, the sort of repeated line was that like, um, she was like, yeah, I was struggling a lot. Um, when I first came out to Hollywood, everyone said I was too ethnic. Um, you know, I, which right. isn't that so funny that she was like building up this oppression narrative that she was like, yeah, you know, I'm Jewish and um, I'm too ethnic for Hollywood. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it's now- every Harvard application essay. Yeah. Yeah. Back when I marched for the living, and by the yeah, way, yeah, I'm yeah. Jewish, so I can make that joke. Um, I When I marched for the living and I thought of all of those who had died, I knew that I was taking yeah. this, you know, that shit. Yes, it's um, that. She is, I, listen, I wouldn't say she's, I feel bad now that I called her a Halloween display. Leia, you know, listen, she's talented. She's, t- oh no, she's you're really talented. Very talented. Wait, by the way, the name of the guy she was with, Matt, Matt Pets. That was the name of the guy at the okay. That's a disgusting name. First Terrible of all, we have to say it right away. Matt <laughs> Pets. No, disgusting. you put a misfire right there. What are you wow, going to be, wow, Leah wow. Pets? Leah Pets. <laughs> it might be Pates. It's P-A-E-T-Z. Girl, for no, me, it's, it's Leah Pets. We're saying it's Pets. It's Leah Pets. It's Pets for us. Did you see the... Uh, <laughs> pets are us. Did you see the Daily Mail headline today, though? Which I found no, very interesting. Love, love, those, love those messy whores that the Daily Mail... Though, they are gotta. so fucking messy. And, I, yeah. I tru- and they have fucked me over in my time. And I still click every day. <laughs> Just but, awful. Um, but they in said... I listen... They said Leah Michelle has allegedly had a real wake-up call and wants mm. to handle things responsibly amid backlash over her past onset behavior. Thoughts? Honestly, what can she do at this point? She what she should do is she should just relax, have her baby, and like then focus on things she can do after the fact. Like like but right now she's six months pregnant and I, I that's yeah. the only thing that makes me worried about the whole situation is like, oh, there's like a child that's gonna like have to deal with all the stress that she's experiencing right now. Yeah, but she, she's she's like she's wealthy. It's fine. It's truly fine. That is and I'm saying she should have the baby handed off to whatever care she can pay for and then exactly. work on herself. Um <laughs> I I I feel like I can only map this onto like Katherine Heigl's career maybe. Like like they're just having like such a flashpoint of like someone being like like someone reputably being a bad person or or whatever or unprofessional or whatever it is. Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway has not been canceled. Uh oh. So I mean, because she's old. I think we make excuses. I think yeah. so. You, I think honestly, in context, it makes sense. Yeah, and she she was fully uh, raging in her own time. But here's the thing: is it's like imagine being known as a nightmare in that time, like how what you would have been like now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me some Faye Dunaway, but I know that she definitely uh, has ruined lives. And yes. at, at yeah. least, I mean, listen, what else has Leah Michelle done after Glee? No one wanted to. She well, was there like was a, that one show, The Mayor. What? Oh, Remember right. That? It was like it yes. was like an ABC On, show where it was like yes. about this. I think I'm gonna mess up the premise. This of the guy show, who runs was, for mayor or something. It was like, a young black guy <laughs> who like ran for mayor and gets elected. And I think he wasn't taking it seriously. It was just like a, a whatever, like a stunt. And he gets elected mayor, and she becomes like his chief of staff. 
Yes, I remember these billboards. I did not watch the program. All the billboards were like the guy who becomes the mayor front and then Leah Michelle in the back, like it's so arms funny crossed. whenever arms crossed, like I'm gonna be the serious one. Like it's so funny the sitcom thing of like the billboard and the side characters in the back. Like imagine being language. like the fourth person in the billboard, like standing back, like and you know I serve a purpose in the show. That's who mm-hmm. I auditioned for, and I have never gotten cast in my life to be the fourth person ever. Um do you think any I've the, also never been cast. Yes, that's so sad. But we're talented and we're attractive. Can what you um? Can you imagine how much sauce the background doctors on the mayor have to spill? <laughs> oh, we need them all on. They, we, honestly, we're coming up on our 200th episode. Episodes 200 <gasps> through 300 need to be all mayor background actors. Yes, yes, yes. We just need to find yeah. out what happened on the mayor. Can you just never not be the dumbest? I love you so much. I truly, you're the only two that make me laugh. And that's our show. That's a lot. a great time. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, just you know what I You know what I genuinely love, though? I love hearing tea about, like, old sitcoms. Like, I have yeah. a friend that was a writer on Desperate Housewives, and he'll tell me about, like, ways that Felicity Huffman acted, ways that so-and-so <gasps> acted. And it's just so funny to hear that it was not at all what we thought. Like, Terry Hatcher was not necessarily the nightmare on that right. show. Like, in oh, hidden really? ways, Felicity was the nightmare on that show because she was, like, rude to the writers or, like, you know, Nicola Sheridan was like actually a full monster, but that doesn't mean that Mark Char- that Mark Sheridan slapped slap her, her across the face because he did. Like, did he? Yes. yes! Ooh, he slapped her Murphy across her face. Leah. Wow. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine. Honestly, though, the the whole Glee thing, one of the darkest. It's cast so we've tragic. Ever, we've ever There's heard so, about. So many tragedies all intersecting on one damn Pedophiles, show. Pedophiles, overdoses. Um, if I was on that show, I would be quaking right now. Like, like, yeah. Am- well, Amber yeah. has a good career. Little sweet Chris Colfer, who we love so much. They must have. They- Someone should write a Glee book. That book would be purchased. Someone. I mean, what we need is for Chris Colfer to write a tell-all about the book because I say this with love. Not doing too much else. And I think Aww, wants like little a baby ru- Chris. He's so sweet. But I mean, a, a sweetheart. But like, wants to write. And I think yeah. did, he came up with that. He wrote that film, Struck by Lightning. And so, if he wants to write, what I want to hear is the tell-all of what happened on the Glee set. Did you we just make like that a, name up? What, what happened on the Glee set? He wrote. He wrote that film. Uh, watch <laughs> out for that coming. Watch out for that car. He wrote. Um, <laughs> he wrote that same film. He literally that wrote a movie. Film. Your Wait, order uh, will be ready in a second, sir. Have you heard that? Have you seen that? <laughs> Wait, I have. To, I, I'm literally typing into Google Chris Colfer. Chris Colfer, yeah, struck by lightning. I've Chris Colfer film struck by lightning. Here it is, 2012. It came out. Oh, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read him. about it to you. It was. Um, it's an American coming of age comedy drama film directed by Brian Donnelly, the famous director of, and written by and starring Chris Colfer. Wow. It had its world premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival on April 21st, 2012. Well, good for him. Lovely. He's, sweet, he's such a sweetheart. So, do, you you know, do you know him? I've never met I him. I do a little bit. He's really, really sweet. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I he can't say anything bad about him. No, oh, but I, he should write a book. He should write a book. But I'm saying as though I want to hear the tea because... Yeah. Also, I have genuine curiosities about what the situation is between Leah Michelle and Jonathan Groff, whether or not they're actually <gasps> BFF. Can you even imagine? Mm. What, and he's a sweet, he's lovely, Jonathan. Have you met him before? I we're not we're not friends. Is this my mic? Struck yes. by lightning too. 
Uh, we're not friends, <laughs> but, um, but I've, I've interacted with him and he's very, very sweet, but you never know, you know, maybe she like got her Eagle talons in him at a and just age. took yeah. off at a young right. age. You know, you just don't know. You just don't um, know. Right. So Lay is a nightmare. Wait, what else? Um, we were talking about Joanna Kathleen. Oh. Um, there's Joanna there's, Kathleen uh, Rowling. You, uh, there's, there's, pl- uh, but Michelle has said that she famously has never, she's proudly never read a Harry Potter. I book. saw that tweet that you've proudly Which never we're, read a we're, Harry we're Potter. We're proud book. of, we're proud of you. Um, I've never, I tried to read the first one years and years ago. Someone gave me their paperback. Um, I could not crack into that book. I just was like, I don't fucking care about this. And now I win. And you know what? You, win. you do win. I cared so much. Bowen cared so I'm much. Sorry. I'm the sorry. Truly, guys. but I, th- but my theory now is that, and this was even before. She fully just was guns blazing as a transphobic, but like, um, as a transphobic, but like, um, the books, if you read them in your adulthood, Mm -hmm. you have to read those books within a certain window of your life, of your development Mm -hmm. as like an adolescent. Because now, if you read them, if you read them as an adult, like, it loses something. I, I don't know. Well, it, well, they're not written for us, and so no, exactly. you, one one thing is you'll you'll not just be like as wrapped up in it all. But I mean, the goblins at Gringotts Bank. People say they're anti-Semitic. Oh, they sure, are sure, literally sure. hook-nosed goblins that like are like, mm, like she they, has- they just. What do they do? They really, she really goes for it. They're, they're, they're bankers. Just, they're just they're bankers, and they're kind of just like wow. if you if if you really want to look into this, they are caricatures of like anti-Semitic Jewish stereotypes. Hello, I, first of all, I thought you were joking when you said bankers. I was like, hey guys, that's not funny. No, <laughs> you can't say that. Hey, I that's can't not... believe that they're literal hook-nosed bankers. That's a Hitler cartoon. I mean. I almost yeah, want to yeah, show yeah. you a picture, but they have the theme park rides in Universal Studios, and if you go, wait, do I know? Do they are they? I think I know what they look like. Send me a picture of it. Do you guys know that Roald Dahl is a very famous anti-Semite? Yeah, and I never, I never knew it until I was in. Um, I love telling the story. I was in Budapest again. That's our time. <laughs> no, I was. I really was. I was in Budapest, and there was one English bookstore. I bought the auto booth of Roald Dahl, thinking I'm so fucking smart. Whatever. I was 19. I started reading it and there was this story. You can look it up on Wikipedia where it's like this couple, this woman has lost a lot of her babies and she's pregnant again. She goes to the hospital to deliver. And the father is like, push honey, push. And she's like, Oh, I just don't, I just want to make sure the baby's going to be fine. And it's like stressful. And you're like, Oh, have the baby. Like, yeah, you do it. And the baby is born and the, the doctor comes in and she goes, well, doctor, well, how she goes, how is he? Is he okay? And the doctor goes, yes, yes, he's going to grow up to be very, very strong and very powerful, Mr. and Mrs. Hitler. Oh, no. Yes. That is a whole doll short story. And I was like, huh? And then I I was like shaking. And (laughs) then I went and Googled it. And he's an anti-fucking-Semite. James and the Giant Anti-Semites. Yes. (laughs) What do we do? James and the Giant Jews. What? <laughs> what do we do about like and also like wait, Michelle, what is what is your know-how about Walt Disney? Well, why was he well, you know what's funny you bring that up actually? Because I was gonna almost do my you don't I don't think so, honey, about Disney. That's so funny oh, that you said that. Okay. Because because and I'll make it quick because I'm talking a lot. Um no, this is we, we, we oh this is all we want. <laughs> I'm know, not Looney kidding. Tunes. <laughs> You know that if I could kiss all of your little toes individually, I would. Um, Here's my feet. Looney Tunes was released. God, you look great. You have nice feet, Maddie. 
babe, thanks. Honestly, they're hey. not nice. I, I I fell over my bike and tore them all up. But anyway, keep going. Oh, the bike. I want to ask you about that in a well, second. Well, we'll talk about the bike next. I'll make it very quick. Um, I have often said that I was never a Disney person growing up. Mm-hmm. I like would watch here and there, you know, goofy because I was goofy, obviously. But like <laughs> I would watch some of that. But I never got into it. And I liken it. I say that Disney is like the alt-right Christian. Like, I'm, I don't want to say alt-right. But Disney is like super Christian, super yeah. American, devoid of any humor. And that Looney Tunes is like a Jewish paradise. Like, yes. Looney Tunes yep, is so yep, yep, yep. Jewish. And just more, I don't even want to say Jewish, just more like ethnic. Like, Looney Tunes just incorporates like people who have problems. It's like Seinfeld animated, basically, yes. for me. Yep. And um and I just wanted to just say that I actually hate Disney. Was Walt Disney an anti-Semite would not well, shock me. I don't know, Poen. Do you know about this? Um I, I haven't really ever looked into it. There but, are rumors but the, but the, that but Walt the, Disney was an anti-Semite and that the song he was of the South with... of it all. The song of the oh South of it all is, is wild. It's so, so racist. When you go on Splash yeah. Mountain, this was like years ago. I went on Splash Mountain. Well, you know, you know that I went to Disney. Very, very quick story. When I was, this is a hilarious story. When I was on the View, <laughs> LOL. Oh my um, God, they sent you? LOL. Oh, you guys would do your Orlando, the Orlando no, shows there. I wish. No, I oh. sent me because I knew that I had like four days left until like the papers were coming to cancel me. Uh-huh. So I said, oh, no. I want to get my VIP Disney tickets. And they were like, okay, <gasps> like begrudgingly. Because <laughs> so, I knew that I'd be like taken care of. And I, I emailed every friend in New York. I was like, I will pay for your flight to Orlando. Come meet me at Disney. Literally nobody wanted to come. My <laughs> parents ended up going. <laughs> my parents came. They were like, we hate this. And I had to go to all, on all the rides. Oh my God, like I wish guide. we had known each other. I would have gone with you. Wow. Oh my God. I love it. That would have been so fun. Oh my God. Anyways, the Song of the South is the most racist fucking no, Splash Mountain. It's, they yeah, have those yeah. bears that are Egregious. caricatures. Yep. It's crazy. I'm like, am I the only... It's or what crazy. about Jungle Cruise with the natives? I'm like, am I fucking crazy? Recently, I went on Jungle Cruise with a bunch of people. Anna Dresden was there, and we were not... We could not believe that it had not been updated. The Jungle Cruise is it's another awful. level. The natives that come out of the woods that are, like, trying to kill you, it's really crazy. Okay, so we have a note from our, our um, producer, producer here Anna. that says... Walt Disney hired a Nazi scientist to be the sh- chief scientific consultant to Walt Disney Productions. So there Big you go. shock there. Where my cheese at? Big shock. Disney is, I'm telling you, point to one fun. And by the way, no offense. I know that I'm really, listen, if you like Disney, I'm sorry your childhood had problems. You know, we all have issues. I, I'm No, I'm I'm fully ready to receive this because I am a Disney Are person. Are you a major Disney person? Yes. Oh, no. Michelle, it's true. It's true. I go. I'll I'll say that I am too. I'm on the I'm on the spectrum. We go to Disney and we we want to learn. Yeah, because you <laughs> I want like to know what it is. Disney. Yeah, you went too. So don't be all high and no, mighty no, no. on us because you begged your corporate company <laughs> for your plum tickets. You were a participant in Disney. You were. Listen, because I wanted to be accepted by the Nazi scientists, okay? <laughs> Look, I know I fucked up. I, there's just something about Disney that just never fully, I never felt safe there. Do you know that my, mm. wait, can I say one other thing? I know yeah. I'm talking about. My Please talk as much school, as you want. My best friend in high school, Jessica Weiss, shout out. Um, love her. She worked at Disney one summer and I went to visit her and she took me to the oh. underground. I've been underground at Disney. So what, oh. is it gay? Oh, yeah, well, what was it up? like? Is it is it is it's it like Prince Donald Eric fucking Aladdin? Blowing, it's yeah. Donald blowing Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's black lights. 
like cum. lots of vinyl cum. That's my new podcast, Black Lights Vinyl Cum. Black Lights Vinyl um, Cum. <laughs> no, it's like literally you, it's uh, horrifying. You see like Mickey like holding his head and smoking. It's like in the Simpsons. It's, it just feels off. It's like literally that. Oh no. Oh yeah. Anyways, my God. And there's miles and miles of tunnel of people that are just like making too little money to do what they do. Everyone is so miserable. But I remember I remember the door that I went into. Nobody stopped me. She was like, you have to look like you belong because I could get fired. Because, you know, they're so anal about. So what did um, you smile? You have to look like you belong. I smile so big. Well, I look like I look like Goofy. Literally, I think they were just like, oh, Goofy's off the clock. Like I had overalls on and like a big hat. Oh, oh Goofy's <laughs> off the clock. There's Goofy. <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found 
FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store, upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. I've seen Michelle relatively recently. I saw her in December when you came to SNL, and it was a beautiful yes. moment getting to witness you meeting Sudi Green because you had were both. It was just a. It was a total. That makes a love lot fest. of sense to me. It was a She's wonderful moment. Best. She's it the best. It was so fun. That was such a At, fun night. I met Ariel. It was so nice. Yeah. You met Ariel, and then you also. Okay, so my guests that night were. It was the. It was the J Lo show. Um and um I I I I had um Oscar and Mo and Adam from Poppy Juice and they were my yeah. guests and then you sat at our table at the after party and you fully had them in the palm of your hand it was a beautiful thing to see like just like you talking to like these three like Bushwick Bedsty like brown nightlife icons queer nightlife oh. icons and you like talking their ears off and they were wrapped and they were obsessed and it was why wouldn't they be it was i mean but it was just like oh yeah this, this, this is the, this is the, the effect that michelle has on people like you That's just really nice Thank it was you. it was wonderful it was wonderful to that see. makes me feel um you know because i don't live in bushwick and i know that if i did uh i don't know what i'd be like <laughs> i don't know what i'd be like i would i don't know um but it, different I, I just love funny people you know what i mean they were so funny they were so oh, they're the best they're, they're the best i, I want to see them again like i would love the problem is is that i feel now like i'm the fade done away to their like um um, Christina, you know what I mean? Where I'm, they're like babies, you know? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I hope I'm not like an old lady. By the way, Daniel Radcliffe, a Jew, wouldn't he be like, hey, JK, yep. the goblins, can we talk about the that, goblins? I think that some <laughs> some people from the Harry Potter universe will speak out because you can't just let do. this continue. Oh, Katie Leung, the, the the actress who played Cho Chang, like tweeted. I mean, she she did one of those like um fake out tweet threads. Like, do, do you guys want to know my thoughts about playing Cho Chang? <gasps> Here goes thread, and then it's donation links. Donations, um, which oh, yeah, is which yeah. is great. Um, but I but I feel like there's this like subtext to like all the people who like were in the movies or were involved with or have worked with JK in any capacity that are like, mm, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not. I don't like. I don't want to make assumptions about Miss Joanne, but. It's just, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. And she should have just stopped touching that franchise after the, the the books and the movies came out and not written these two terrible movies. Fantastic Beats, Beasts, let's just say, bad movies. It's just crazy that, like, she could have literally, she had she had two choices. She had one choice, which was speak your mind, which she did. She, she took that avenue. And she also could have just shut her mouth and remained yeah. one of the most beloved authors of all time. Like... The fact that no. we are in this moment right now and she said, you know what, I'm actually going to double down on my transphobic beliefs now. Now she's done forever. There's not. There's no excuse. Can I ask an honest question? Yeah. Why pick the trans community, which is like... She's got a fixation they're, they're, on it. She's obsessed, but it's not just her. Like, 
you know, Ricky Gervais has come for them. A lot of famous people feel very yeah. emboldened to pick on these people who are literally like talking about the human food chain and privilege and everything else. The most disenfranchised. Com- they're the most disenfranchised people. They're people. They are not coming for your money. They're not coming for your work. They're not bothering you in any way, except for maybe needing as a celebrity, your help and your empowerment to help them blend in with society as human beings, which is all they're asking for. Why would you pick this group to highlight and to come after right now? I, I literally am like, it's crazy. It's because it's the last vestige of that sort of racist, sexist, homophobic humor. It's the it's it, because I think like that was such a huge part of what comedy was all throughout the '90s and all throughout the like aughts when these people were huge. They did make like inappropriate, quote unquote, um, comedy out of race. Um, gender, homophobia, that was just the way that they made money. Honestly, it's the way that they built their comedy careers. And now that we're saying this is over, because obviously trans people are like the bottom of everyone's list, like, or it has historically been that we've like reached out to that community. That's the last vestige for these male comedians and these comedians that are kind of old fashioned and came up at that time. These are the last people they can still pick on while people aren't completely outraged about it. That's what I think. Yeah. It's easy for them. Yeah. And for her to have written this series of books that are like completely moralizing and completely, I mean, hello. I mean, I mean, she's like presenting her set of values, and that's and people liked it. Um, But it's she. She has conferred upon herself this false sense of like, well, I have the right point of view on this, and my opinion is actually the right one. Yeah. And this is her. But yeah, this fixation on the trans community is so interesting. Remember, like two weeks ago, when she tweeted that crazy thing, and then it had that addendum that she like accidentally pasted this like. Oh, do you know about this, Michelle? It was like, she she was like, so basically she's been doing this thing on her Twitter where she's written a new book or told a new story called The Ichabog, and it's about a bug, but she didn't physically describe the bug. Instead, she was allowing her young fans to draw pictures of the bug, what they think the Ichabog (laughs) looks like, and send it into her so that she can be like, this Ichabog is amazing, wonderful job, I love how it looks wise in its face. Like, it's stupid shit, but like, that's what she's been doing so in one of the submissions that she received she literally bowen like could you find this because it's it's yeah. literally insane but it I was like it. it was like this ichabog is an amazing creature and then it was like this copy pasted thing about how trans people aren't like <gasps> actually people it, it was so bizarre and then she finished the the post Did like and it? i love that it's got blue feed thank you like it was really weird bowen did, did she delete it or no I think she has, or she apologized for it. I think she deleted, but let me. I think I, I found. So it's um, a Wikibog. You know, she, what she keeps saying is she keeps saying these things like, you know, being a woman shaped my life, and I think she she is one of those people who believes that men. People who are born men who discover their trans women throughout their lifetime, I think she takes offense to that. I think that she feels attacked that a man can, quote unquote, become a woman or claim womanhood. I think this is something that she 
is really sensitive to for whatever reason and feels the need to keep speaking about. It's just like, why does that have any impact it shouldn't. on your womanhood? It, it's it, they're separate journeys. Like I'm, you know, we. I'm a woman. I've been through a lot of shit. It's like I've never once in my life thought to myself, "Wow, that trans woman has no idea what I've ever." Like I, I just don't get that. Okay, let me look. This is it. I have it. Okay, so it I'm clicking. was. Oh God, I'm a nervous. Drawing of the Ichabog <laughs> that okay. this kid wrote, and she said. <gasps> I love this truly fabulous Ichabog with its bat ears, mismatched eyes, and terrifying blood-stained teeth. In court, Wolf claimed the Facebook post in which she'd said she wanted to, quote, fuck up some turfs was just bravado. <laughs> so that was the tweet with the picture of an Ichabog. So, she's, so she, quote, she pulled this from some report about this woman, Tara Wolf. Um, I, I believe... Um, I believe a trans woman who wanted to uh, attack, who was charged for assaulting um, a radical feminist slash turf. I think that's. I think that's the background on this. I mean, and then she said, "Sorry about the random and totally unconnected sentence that made its way in there. I accidentally pasted in part of a very unichabogish message I just received, <laughs> which is like such a joke. It's like she's talking about the Ichabog at the same time as she clearly had copy pasted a." turf like talking point from an article and put it in her damn Ichabog message. But my theory is that she was probably so used to being so celebrated her entire professional life. And then I think the first time she ever tweeted about trans people a few years ago, people started to come after her and call her a turf. And she probably felt very, very victimized by that. And then has been obsessing over trying to justify her point of view. I think that, I mean, that's my dumb assessment. Anyway. Well, you know, listen, I haven't watched the movie Small Time Crooks in <laughs> eight I years. Have. have you? Not no, in no, the last no. eight I, years, but I've watched it. Oh, no, I've seen it many times. And then until the until we canceled Woody. And it hurt because I it's one of my favorite movies, but I haven't watched it since. And I just feel like, you know what? I'm sorry to the Harry Potter community, but like, Eventually, you just have to say this. It's not like she's going to be crying. She'll cry into her money mattress. She'll be exactly. fine. But it's like, you just, I can't wholeheartedly support someone who I know is a piece of shit like that. I can't. Yeah. And, the, and the fact of the matter is, I don't even think she is going to be crying because she's truly digging her heels in. And then she said something like, someone called her a turf. And she said, feminazi, turf, bitch, witch. It's all the same. The way that they change, the way that they. Uh, talk down to women. It's like, no, oh, th turf. things change, but uh, women hating is eternal or whatever. Right. She said, yeah. like, this is how they hate women. It's like, she genuinely believes that us calling her a turf is some, you know, just misogynist term. I, I genuinely think that she just doesn't understand what it is. Yeah. But the irony is her. <laughs> her being transphobic is its own form of hating, of hating women. You know, it's right. like, of course. Also, so, I don't like the name turf. It just sounds kind of dumb. Like when I first heard it, I was like, turf. I had to Google it. I didn't know what it was. Uh -huh. and well, then it's so I, close to Smurf. 
It's close to Nerf. It's close to all this dumb shit. Yeah. It's like it's AstroTurf. It's like innocuous nothing. It's like fake yes. grass. I literally did not know what it meant. I was like, Dirt? Well, for people who don't know, who may not know, it is trans-exclusionary radical feminist. It's people who believe that they're feminist and supporting women who do not include trans women in that and who are transphobic. That's, that's really what's at the heart of turf. And I wish we didn't have to say it at all either because it is ugly. It's ugly. You turf. I think it's funny. <laughs> How dare you turf. <laughs> Get out of here, turf. <laughs> I'm putting a sign on my front door that says no turf. No, no turf. turfs allowed, baby. That's <laughs> no my turf. podcast. No turfs no allowed turfs after allowed, someone baby. spilled sauce. I, do. I love someone spilled sauce is really someone, someone spilled sauce. sauce. <laughs> honestly, I, I just can't crying. believe that. Honestly, after you, after well, it was it was and it was you that spilled the sauce. We should say yes, it was yes. me. That the del- that the doors opened to the elevator and it was Leah Michelle that walked in and you Michelle Collins <laughs> had to look up into her face and say that's Leah Michelle. <laughs> and I had to literally say to her, someone spilled. <laughs> <laughs> and her response so was, so ugh. ugh. But like a hawking a loogie scoff. Ugh. Like, ugh. She ugh. literally was like, do not, like, the energy was psycho. And it went so quickly. Like, the doors open. It's not like she, I was, like, staring at her from a, across a room. Like, yeah. she literally walked out. She almost has this, like, armor up, probably, because she thought she was so famous, you know, that if God forbid right. anyone spoke to her, like... But this guy was lovely, and she found a husband. Yeah, she certainly did, her. but remember remember when she was literally the next big thing? Remember when she yes. sang at the Tony Awards, Don't Ran On My Parade, <gasps> and in the front row was Beyonce and Jay-Z, and she had the nerve to, in front of Beyonce, sort yeah. of look Jay-Z in his eyes and, like, sexily flirt with him. Really? List, watch the performance. It's Don't Ran On My Parade at the Tony Awards, Leah Michelle. She said, I've gotta have my bite. So... And she did it to Jay-Z, and Beyonce's face is like, what is this bitch thinking right now? She was wow. like, no, turfs. She was like, Beyonce, in that moment, she said, get this turf away. (laughs) We should say that Leah Michelle has not shown us that she's a turf. Uh, Give it time. Give it two days. It's going to be like, famed turf, Leah Michelle. (laughs) Wow. Famed turf. Famed turf. Oh, God. Famed turf. That's another alternate title of that. I think we have to talk about Lady G now. I think we yes. need to talk Lady about Lady G. G. Well, okay. So, what is what have you guys read about Lady G? Who's I've Lindsey read, Graham? I've read, I've, I've read the Ladybug thing, which I think, I Tough. think every, every, but here's the thing. It which was fiction. It was okay. Allegedly, it's fiction. Allegedly, yeah. it's not true, or it's its own like allegation. Let's say, um, for people who uh, haven't, we can't be doing that. Don't, well, don't, no, no, no. But the author said that it was fanfic that I don't, I, I, I didn't read the oh, article. Oh, really? The author said this was fanfic. I didn't expect it to go viral. This is oh, not true. Oh, come on. See, See that's that my thing. Is it's like if, if we have actual people who are willing to come forward about Ms. Lady G, a.k.a. Lindsey yeah. Graham, the senator from South Carolina, then what we need to do is we need to let those people come forward. We don't need fanfic right now. We don't need anyone to dismiss what these people might be saying because if Lindsey Graham is in any way um lying about his sexuality and passing anti-LGBTQ le- legislation well, we need to deal with that 
And if you were going to be lying and writing fanfic and, and like making this any more confusing than it need be, truly shut up because we, because these people should speak out. Yes. And even, but to me though, and this is my honest sort of opinion on this, is that even if he did have ladybugs and like moles around his anus that yeah. looked like fecal matter. Ladybugs. Ladybugs, like all of that is cool. Like all of that is cool and queer and like good for him for like <laughs> if he had ladybugs around his asshole, then like that is almost like if it weren't for the fact that he was this horrendous legislator, like I'd be like, oh cool, that's cool. Like I that that endears well, me to Lindsey Graham. We had a ladybird Johnson. Now we have a ladybug hole. <laughs> now we have a ladybug <laughs> hole. But I'm just like it's my first lady name. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, ladybug every, every hole. ladybug hole. <laughs> I mean, First this, lady, ladybug hole, shows us around her pantry. Wow. I, I just think that all of this is like, this would be endearing in any other world where Lindsey Graham was not this, did not like actually push, push homophobic policy and didn't, you know, like defend Brett Kavanaugh with all of his being. I should have known when I was reading that that couldn't be real. Someone on He's, all fours I, on I the bed saying, oh, those are my little ladybug. There was a horrible, honestly, now looking back, it was a horrible piece of writing. Oh, and we hate the writing. Now I hate the writing. No, I, I do hate the writing, though, because it's a lie. Yeah, yeah. Why are you contributing that right now? Those are my little ladybugs. We don't need that. It was gross to read, and now that I know it's not true, it's even grosser to think existed. Sure. Um, he His face alone is enough to make me puke forever. Like, he's gross. so nauseating looking. He's like, like, I'm not a good artist, and if I tried to draw a beautiful pig... It would, you know what I'm saying? Like it would be, I'd be it like, would fuck be it, Lindsey Graham. Graham. Like yeah. as a yeah. bad artist, <laughs> like as a terrible art uh, drawer. If someone yes. gave me a pencil and said, "Draw a beautiful pig," I, I'd end up doing a point angle by angle portrait of him. Mm. He's um, he's just a real piece of shit. And I'll he's be honest with you, I don't necessarily believe that his gayness alone is what uh, they have over him. Oh yeah, you think of it's more. Not. I think it's much more than that because that to me, if he's had like sleeping with sex workers, mm-hmm. um, you know, he would have to know that there's a threat that someone would come forward. So right. I don't, and he's been doing it for decades. So I don't think right. that that is why I can't explain unless they have a tape of him doing something horrible. I don't know what is yeah. up, but Bowen, what do you think? There has to be something actually illicit. There has yeah. to be yes. like, like he must, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't want to conjecture too much, but it's like, yeah, I agree with you. It's gotta be something darker. Well, all these people that, that have still like rid behind Trump on this lane to hell, like what exactly is it that keeps you doing that? And then you think, well, because we've passed the point where reason would intervene. It must be something that they're something all being, dark. Like, yeah, what does he have dark. on Marco Rubio? You know what I mean? Marco, who I cannot stomach. Who, like, what dirt? He's really the worst. He's awful. What do they have? But how can they possibly have, like, let's say they have, like, a sex tape of someone, right? They can't have one for every single senator. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, something is, is up. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I want to know. Also, Ted yeah. Cruz the other day, like something's up with him too because with the toilet he, paper, the toilet, the, paper. the toilet paper post. I was like, "What are you talking about?" By the way, Costco literally has so much toilet paper. What? The, 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 they're back. They're back. But why? You had to order. order t- he's he's trying to get people to believe he ordered toilet paper in March and it only just arrived and it looked like that. From China, seriously, is that, is that what it is? Is that, is that what it was? <laughs> he said, "I ordered this toilet paper back in March." 
from yeah, but didn't he didn't he like throw China in there? He said it's made in China and it looks like shit. I mean, he took a picture of I it. It was like him. bent all out of shape and like. That is not what Chinese toilet paper looks like. For the record, Chinese toilet paper does not have it's. It's just the rolled up paper and there's no cardboard roll. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, in it's, a like in a public bathroom. Exactly. I know what you're saying. Yes, yes. yes. Wow. I love that. I love that. I want to start doing that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad wow. I introduced this is that. One, would you say this is like one of your greatest episodes? Or I'm yes. just curious. Where does this fall? Top one. Top one percent. Top one percent. Uh, I want to I wanna address my many cuts and bruises from falling yeah. on my bike. So um, Jared and I sort of took to bikes the other day to sort of, you know, escape what was going on in our day-to-day life just to get away for about 25 minutes on a short bike ride. And I actually was putting the directions in on my mobile phone and in with one hand and starting to drive the bike with the other and oi, broke too oi. hard. And I'm telling you, it was... Jared says he thought I died before I hit the ground. Oh, my God. It was the kind of thing where it was like I literally flipped over the handlebars on my bike. How fast were you going? Not that fast, but I just broke so so hard that I just went and flew like literally over my bike. It was and it Did was. Did you have a helmet of, on? I see. You have to wear a helmet. You got. You it. had one. No. Don't yeah, do it. Don't, I never don't wear, wear one. It. And it was I the kind of thing where it was one. like I never really ride bikes, so I I I was just like, well, how fast am I possibly gonna go? Well, how could I really get into an accident? Mm-mm. Guys, wear a helmet when you ride bikes because you know you're really scaring me. I'm serious. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm Look, I'm happy that you're afraid because I hope that you're the voice of the audience here. And I hope that everyone is afraid. You need to be right wearing helmets when you ride bikes. It, you don't have to be going fast. You don't have to be experienced and experienced. An accident can happen to you at any time. I'm telling you, I fell on my bike and luckily I landed on my wrist and my elbow here. But like <sighs> oh, Bowen and Michelle can ooh. see, it's kind of gnarly. It's bad. And um, I could have landed on my head and really hurt myself. So please be... You know, I know that we're all anxious to get out there. Like, I think that was part of it. I just wanted to get out and exercise and get on a bike. I was excited, and I haven't been out much um, in the past few months. But, yeah, I really. Well, I, I got there. a bike. Um, those of you who are familiar with me know that I'm not um, like fit. I actually, can I be honest with you? I see, like, not, I'm not, I'm not making a judgment call on this because a lot of people would be like, "You're fat phobic." I'm like, "No, I'm speaking fact. I'm fact." Anti-fact phobic. What's what am I trying to say? Yeah. You're I'm, honest. I'm pro-fact, you're not pro-fact. fat phobic. Pro-facts, um, not fat phobic. You're, you're fat philic. You're a fat. I'm, you're fact file. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, but I do That's, see like over what has it been three months? Like when we when I first started doing these zooms, I was like, I look stunning. You don't have to say anything. Say nothing. You I'm do. just saying. I see, but I love you. But I see, but I see a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like I see it, and it's fine. It's who I am. But I got a bike to try to maybe like burn a calorie or two, and I've been riding it, and I got a helmet too. But you know that my head, I'm like Ichabod Crane, like. Ichabod. I mean, I, I Ichabod Crane. I like this Ichabod has a gorgeous I head. I love it. Uh, when I was in Europe, this is relatable. I went to a hat store. I was like, I'm buying a hat, and I went in, and he had to literally take me. Like every lady's hat was like. Elmer Fudd and then he took me to the men's hats and I had to go to the last thing in the men's hats to like full blown like Indiana Jones like don't even ask okay anyways I didn't buy one but helmets I just look horrible on them I don't like wearing them 
but I've been writing my no bike one and likes today, wearing them. They're so dorky and they're so fucking ugly. And yeah. especially when you're already like a big person. Well, I already have, I always joke that they're going to hang my skeleton at the natural history museum. But like, like after I go, they're going to like wash off the flesh and just hang me, suspend me next to the <laughs> wash wall. Wash it off. But anyway, the point is, is that oh. I wash off the flesh. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Next to the whale um, from the ceiling. No, when I she always jokes that she always jokes that. I always joke. Oh my god! I always no, joke that. I always joke they're gonna wash off my flesh and hang my skull. Hang it next I to the joke. whale. Next- <laughs> I always joke that. Oh my god! Oh my god, no. Michelle Collins. No, but anyways, but then today I took my bike out because it, it was a beautiful day today. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a lot of horrible shit going on. Horrible and good. It's confusing, yeah. but there's like good today, stuff today happening. Today was a progress Decent being day. made. Today was a good today day. Today was a good day. So I was like, I'm going to take my bike out because I need to like let some steam out. And I did not wear my helmet. And it's so bumpy by Riverside Park that at one point I slammed the brakes. And, it was, and I get it because if you go over, if you slam too quick, your body's still moving. Yeah, it's the really inertia, baby. Scary. The centrifugal force, or whatever it is, like inertia. Yeah, the inertia. I said centrifugal force, <laughs> like I knew what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, like there yeah. were some forces going on that I flew over my so bike, scary. landed on my elbow and my wrist, and you know Jared was great and helped me out, but um, it was it was tough, and I want everyone to be wearing helmets. And what I also want to do right now is take a short break before we get to I don't think so, honey, because I'll just be real and human. I have to urinate. Okay. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with I Don't Think So Honey. Perfect. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. 
And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details so we're back and we're actually we were off mic we were talking about um what things will be like when we all kind of come back because i have made my first trip to a restaurant. I have been to a restaurant. I'm willing to say on mic that it was a jarring experience to go into a restaurant again. In in the California area, things are starting to open up a little bit more like normal. And um, I was saying to Michelle and Bowen that there was that moment where a waiter kind of came over one too many times. And I was like, we're good, thanks. And in the back of my head, I was like, he's been over a few too many times. But I was like, wow. But I would never actively be annoyed about that anymore because this is – I feel like when we come back, we're all going to be – or I really genuinely hope that when everything does, quote, unquote, get back to normal, that people will be more um, appreciative of restaurant staff and bar staff. And you guys were saying you don't know about that. Well, Michelle kind of had like a fun underlining point. But my thing is I think people – now just like the – just the idea of – going out and like being out in public is this like, I hate, I hate, I hate terming it this way, but it's this political thing now where it's like people are so on such different thresholds of like agitation and just like, not like just everyone's just like basically an agoraphobe at this stage. And I feel like, I don't know if that's going to extrapolate well once things start to resemble normalcy again. I think people are going to be very, uh, are going to be, are going to have very short fuses around how people behave in society. I just think, like, I am dying to go to a restaurant. I'm dying to, like, go on a date, have a drink, yes. like, be cute. I, I honestly am dying to be looked at without my mask because truly, <laughs> yeah. yes, it's, it's like, just from here, I mean, listen, from here down, sort of a blessing to me, right? Cover the job, <laughs> make it a life. 
But I've always said that I'd be a beautiful, I'd be a beautiful third wife. That's always my my long time joke. But, <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, but I I feel like when the vaccine comes and when we're able to be normal, yes, people at the beginning are going to be like, ah, thank you so much. But also, um, I've been nice to people, but. I don't think everyone's going to be nice. I think people are getting very bitchy. They might be nice the first week, but like people are going to snap right back into who they are as people within two weeks. They'll be a great or a month, whatever it is. It's going to settle. The dust will settle and people are going to be who they are, you know? And they're, and they're, um, little, I don't know, neuroses we'll call them. will have like baked over the course of like 14 months or something, you know, it's like everyone's just going to like, calcify into like the into some bad version of themselves is what i think yeah i guess i i just want to believe like because i i like i said like i went to a restaurant and again i just want to say masks were worn like there was social distancing it was everything protocol was followed by everyone the way it needed to be but I just can speak to how I felt, which is I was so happy to be out there and I was well, yeah. sort of I was, was sort of remarking on how nice it was to be in that setting again. And I just thought to myself, maybe one, whatever you want to call it, like I know silver lining is not like a tasteful thing to say about this whole thing because there's no silver lining to coronavirus. But what I hope is that people will just sort of step back and say, this, these are not um, givens anymore. It's not a given that you can just go out to a restaurant and do whatever you want. Like it's not a given that you can go to a bar and meet people. It's not a given that you can be around more than five, six, seven, you know, whatever the maximum is 10 friends. So I would hope that people will be more grateful for those spaces. But then again, I do think like, you know, a real, and a, a whatever quote unquote negative or realistic way you can look at society is no, they'll just kind of kick back into the way that they are because people are the way they are. However, I do like I do like to think of myself as a little bit of an optimist, and I I would hope that we could at least take something positive out of all yeah. the shit that we've gone through. Oh, I'm gonna I I'm gonna be like I, I want to kiss dogs on the lips. Yeah, I wanna <laughs> I wanna like every dog I see. Oh my gosh. Um, do you know what the worst thing I said in quarantine was that I was with my mask on and they said earlier on that you couldn't like pet dogs, strange dogs, because because they might have it in your hands and then they could carry it. So this guy was walking with his dog. I was sitting by the pier in, uh, by like Lincoln center and the cutest dog walked right by me and like hopped up to my chair and was like, you know, like dying to be pet. And I went, Oh, I went, Oh my God, you're so cute. And I looked at the owner and I went, Oh, can I pet him? I shouldn't, right? And he shook his head no. And I went, Daddy won't let me pet you. <laughs> <laughs> was Perfect. he cute? Was the was the guy cute? No, 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 no. It was like Lady G's brother, basically. But he, I was like, Daddy won't <laughs> let me pet you. Um, it was Lady, it was Lady G's, G's brother. It was Lady, That's it was title Lady of that. Lady G's Lady brother. G's, it was Lady G's <laughs> brother. Oh my god, he really is horrible. I've, I, and you know the thing about Lady G is like, <clears throat> I was like, if you went into an audition and acted like Lady G, they'd be like too broad. Yes. Yeah. No, he's, he's so gay. Nathan Lane in the birdcage. Right. Oh, Nathan Lane would be perfect. Well, I think this is unacceptable. That's good. He's Nathan and he's Gene Hackman rolled into one person. Wow. I love that. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. That's perfect. And honestly, you know, Megan McCain was his, is his, the, the, her father was good friends with Lindsay and I bet they probably blonde. Oh yeah. Like John McCain and Lindsey Graham were like best friends. And so 
the dye job, probably maybe they go to the same hairstylist. Oh, we don't know. I like this theory. Where the hell is Miss McCain these days? Because she's, she's allegedly also not pregnant, and she got in trouble because she said it's a war zone outside my. But apartment. She's not even in town. And then Kristen Bartlett tweeted, "I live in your apartment, and it's fine." And then we found out she wasn't even there. She wasn't even there. Yeah, um, truly Groove. wild. I don't. I don't speak ill of anyone on the View again until my book comes out. So this is all. <laughs> Ooh, we can't wait for this for this tone. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Bowen, I, I have to I have to sort of um cough a little bit. So you want to introduce our segment? Yes. Okay. So while Matt coughs um and expels his droplets, we're gonna move Sorry. on to our segment. I don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. Is uh, where we take one minute each to rail on something that's happening in culture. Um, I I we. We delayed the recording a few minutes because, and this was actually good because Michelle wanted to prepare hers, which then motivated Matt and I to prepare ours because we normally never do. Um, so I think I think this this is holding us accountable, Michelle. I didn't um, I didn't prepare anything. I your producer, who I love, I'm not throwing her under the Anna, bus here because Anna. I adore her. Anna, hi, we love Anna. Um, yeah, she was like, oh, I mean, the name of the show, like, literally, of course, I've done this show before. And she was like, don't forget, you have to prepare that thing. And I was like, I didn't do that. So You've been a judge on I Don't Think So Many Live. You are a judge on culture. You are so esteemed to us. She is very oh, esteemed. I had the best time judging that show. Remember that? That was got a mean to me. And then, like, wouldn't talk to me after. <laughs> it, was it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a great <laughs> joke. Shook. Great joke. Well, funny, funny girl. Funny, funny, funny girl. <laughs> my favorite feud in comedy. It really is my hair. I don't feud. even know her name. I'm not trying to be a bitch, but Anna, I don't know. I no, no, no. It's great. Okay. It's so, um, it's anyway, so funny. Anyway, so yes, I, so I, I didn't prepare one either, but I, I picked one. Yes, so. same. I picked one. I did not write my beats out. All right, Bowen Yang, this is your I Don't Think So Honey. His time is going to start now. I Don't Think So Honey bunkers. Bunkers are, if you think uh, about it, white because it's a real estate. <laughs> it's a, it's an extra piece of real estate you have, right? And with every housing inequity that our country has been plagued with, that has been targeted at black people, I mean, the the diametric opposite of the housing of, of of like the housing crisis among our black people is white people having bunkers. Anyone who has a bunker is white or is thirty pushing white supremacist thought into the world, into our spaces, and they are creating spaces for their own protection. And if we're going to be talking about property, ooh, baby, bunkers. Bunkers are the worst thing. And what, what do you have in, in bunkers? Uh, rifles and canned food. That's trashy. And that is, I think, Five a, Caucasian, wow. a Caucasian cultural thing. Canned food and, and, and shotguns are, and are Caucasian. That's one minute. It's all white um, culture. I can't fathom someone having a bunker. I am so excited that you chose bunkers because on my show this week on Sirius, I did a whole segment about the word bunker because it made me laugh so much. Ah. I said the only two bunkers I know are Edith Bunker and Trump's bunker. Like, I don't know yeah. any other bunker. <laughs> and also the word is like LOL. The word bunker, pause for laughs. Like, it's funny. It's a bunker. funny word. It's funny. I'm going down into my bunker. Guess where the word comes from. What does it come from? So it comes from the word Old Swedish bunky, which means <laughs> boards used to protect the cargo of a ship. And then they called, they ended up calling um, bunkers benches. And actually the word only became an English used word after World War II because the Germans were, they had um, below grounds. They called it, guess what they called it? The fucking Fuhrer bunker. 
Oh. Like, of, course, of course, Trump has a fucking Fuhrer bunker. <gasps> so there is so much white supremacy built in. It's funny that you brought this word up. I was really excited to educate people and learn Wait, myself. I love mm-hmm. this, Michelle. What is the deal with Caitlin whatever who speaks for him now? Oh, please. Who the fuck even knows? He goes to like University of Arizona graduations and plucks the first girl that walks <laughs> yeah. to her, that it, it walks to her like Camry that. and hires them. Do me a favor. Um, it, it really yeah. feels like that. But that girl Isn't that is funny with that bunker shit. That is hilarious. And so you heard the word bunker popularized over the past week and a half, and you thought, let me deep dive into the word bunker? The etymology. On my show, I I don't plan anything, and it's two hours a day. And so I just, when something like makes my, you know, I have a brain spark, I thought, what the fuck is the word bunker? It just sounded funny. Mm. And it sounds a little bit like higgy, which is another Swedish word. It just, I knew there was going to be something with that word, and it delivered. I never, I don't do etymology often on my show, I'll be very upfront. But this one really delivered for me. I love that. Wait, what? Maybe what are you the should make etymology more part of your thing because this is really educational stuff. I would do it. Uh, what? What? What are the origins of of higgy of hoiga or however you pronounce it? Oh, higgy. Let's look it up. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's definitely. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's Swedish. I think it's, it's hoiga. I whatever. I've I've is been it? told by so many different people. H y g g e. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With an umlaut over the y. I don't even. Someone's gonna come. Okay. Oh, come here for it me. is. No, it's Danish, uh, Norwegian. It's actually not Swedish. Oh, brother, I've been canceled. There we, here we go. Here we go. I've been canceled. I don't beat, leave it. Etymology is the Danish word. Oh, this is so cute. Mm, picture me as like a little cartoon character reading this. Meaning to give courage, comfort, and joy. Higgy stands from Higgia, which means it's to think in Old Norse. And so uh-huh. the word comes from Old Norse. This is now getting bored. Which comes from the word hug, which means soul, mind, and consciousness. It is interesting. I take it back. Okay. That's it's the word hug. It's related to Higgy. Yeah. That's ultimately, nice. ultimately interesting. Because it's a feeling. It's a sensation. Yeah. Well, we love that. Um, okay. And I think it's, I think it's, I think it's time for Michelle's. Michelle, should, uh, mine's going to be you? bad. I just did a real stinker. Okay, Michelle's holding her mic. Oh. So it's actually going to be good because she's changing her posture. <laughs> so this is Michelle Collins. I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Las Vegas. Now listen, Las Vegas. <laughs> I know you're the whore of cities. We all know. I've been to Vegas many, many times. Uh, when you're sitting and every, you can feel the breath of disease on you there. Pre-coronavirus. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, uh, not, to, this is a brag story. I'll tell it in 10 seconds. I, one time, my friend lost <laughs> me. was like, where's Michelle? Where's Michelle? Turned around. I was making out with a man. I did not know his name. He walked up to me and started making out. Is disease ridden oh. city. And your mayor, Carolyn Goodman, who's a fucking asshole, is an embarrassment. Seconds. And now you've opened up? You've yeah. opened up when, um, the only reason you should be opening up is to fucking protest for Black Lives Matter. It's the mm. only excuse I will have to for wave two. Mm. I'll take a second wave if it's around the protest. Protest. But if it's around some fucking 15. asshole putting his wife's money down without her knowing to lose their home, I, I don't even know where to begin. Is Celine Dion, you should be ashamed. No, I'm kidding. I love her. I, I love her. Five I love seconds. her. I'm just saying Vegas needs to her. sit down. It, it's going to kill this country. And that's the end of my thing. It and wasn't that's great. One minute. It wasn't great. No, it no, was great. I, I'm also like, honestly, I'm upset with Vegas because they promised so many good shows coming up and now they're all canceled. What was coming up? Kelly Clarkson Live. Oh, KCL. Oh, right. KCL, I forgot. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson KCL. was having a damn Vegas show experience in the same theater that Christina Aguilera had her show. <gasps> the Experience, which I went to go see. Which uh, hotel is that in? It was Planet Hollywood, I believe. No, wait. Uh, oh, mm, woof. Mm. <laughs> I'm forgetting. Why? Have you been to many Vegas shows? 
I've been to all of them, sweetheart, and that's why I don't think so, honey. I've Wait, seen Britney. You've seen I Britney? Saw, I've seen Celine twice in Vegas. Um, wow. Cirque du Soleil's O. Anyone twice? Oh, oh. The, Zap, the Zappos Theater. That's where Christina and Kelly were. That's really funny. The Zappos Theater. I meant you can t- catch me at the Gushers. That's really funny. Coming. I'm going to be doing some stand up there. Um, once this thing is over, we're doing live tapings of um, some goose spilled sauce. <laughs> the Gushers Theater. Did you guys see Gushers? I mean, I mean, all the brands have Gushers been Gushers like, made a statement. Gushers made a statement, but then my favorite part of the statement was, we will be working with Fruit by the Foot to like try to com- dismantle racism and all that stuff. I have so many things to be upset about right now, but uh, I did oh, yes. zero in on on one thing. And even though it is sort of a broad topic, I would like to speak about it. And this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Home Depot, as a gay child being brought into you, you were terror. It was a zoo filled with beasts, where the beasts were the wood and the saws and the and the and the stinks, hammers. And I hate you because whenever I was a gay child being brought into you, all I saw around was my fear. Meanwhile, in my own shed in my backyard, my father would say, "Go there and get me a hammer." I would go there. I would go into the shed. I would look at all these different tools. I didn't know what a hammer was. That's how seconds. gay I am. You, Home Depot, a shop. Full of hammers and the ilk, you terrorize me. <laughs> and now in my early 30s, yes, you tell me that you're making a donation to Trump. Politically, you terrorize me. Physically, you seconds. terrorize me. Emotionally, you terrorize me. And I tell my father, you shop at Lowe's from now on. And you know what he says to me? Yes, he agrees with me. Five so dollars. you have lost even the masculine, even the men. You have lost. I don't think so, honey. Home Depot. And that's one minute. Even the masculine. Masculine, even the men and hammers and the ilk. A beautiful, you have lost poetic even the language. masculine is like why I diet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right there. That's like why I'm hiring a trainer so that you can be like, you've lost even the masculine. I'll be like, thank you. Ooh. Oh my Honestly, God. That's hilarious. You, you and sad. Home Depot, like, I. Uh, I can't imagine a store that has caused me more pain throughout my life than going there with my father and having to be like, oh, it's time to go buy wood. Imagine. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. There are, like, gayer parts of Home Depot. Like, if you go to the one on 50... Paint. No, no, no. Like uh, they have like a Swiffer aisle and they have, yeah. um, they sell the, like containers the, and rugs. Yeah. And the soil and, like, aisles are fun. Yeah. It's, it's it's like they said there are moments. on the commercial. They have moments Got, there. Gotta go to Lowe's. Or is gotta, it gotta go, go to Lowe's. Lowe's. I, I, you know what? I'm very upset to hear that they donated to Trump because I'll be real with you. I don't love a Lowe's, but I will learn to well, love Lowe's. Home Depot donated to Trump. Burger King donated to Trump. Pizza Hut donated to Trump. Like I could go on. It's like the franchise owners because I heard Taco Bell did, and um, I had yep. to regurgitate the Crunch Wrap I had for breakfast. Uh, I was like, "What? The oh, Crunch Wrap wow. I had for breakfast?" There's a there's Podcast, a title of a live taping. Um, wow. Um, so much um, culture ruined here on the so oh, honey yeah, portion of the episode. I, I can I just say something? You boys, after a very harrowing few months, have just totally pulled my soul out from the dirt. Oh, and well, I both so much. Uh, we hope we hope that um, everyone listening um, has been taking care of themselves, and we're happy to hear that. And we were so happy to have you, Michelle. We, I yeah. couldn't I believe we laughed throughout this episode. We do just want to remind everyone. Um, 
you know, to to really be thinking about um, where you're putting your money. Like we make a joke, but um, especially now when there's so much going on, uh, we re- listed a bunch of resources and organizations that you could donate to in the last episode, um, and maybe revisit that and like just think about. Um, where you could be putting your money that's a useful place and you don't necessarily have to order be, be ordering Taco Bell anymore or Taco Hut or Ken Taco Hut or whatever it is that you go out and get. Um, just be smart about where you're putting your dollars. Mm-hmm. Because that sort of thing matters. That's power, honey. That's I agree, power. Baby. I um that. well Michelle, we're we're so happy you came on. We've had you we've had you in the books for 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 ages because we were just making sure that you were going to come at the exact right time. You came right on time. When we needed to laugh. That's really perfect, honestly. And thank you. And uh, anytime, I mean, once we're back, please come back. Come on my podcast, will you? We would love. We love. (gasps) We love a midnight snack. And also uh, to roll, to just revisit whether that's a good title or not. Yes. Do you like it? Honestly, we really do. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. I have, I hope it's okay that I said the title on your show. We'll I see. think it's fine. <laughs> who, who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? Well, with? like to make sure everything's been like booked already. You know what I mean. By the way, when you see the podcast in three weeks, and it's called "Somebody Spilled Sauce," you'll know <laughs> that I was being. <laughs> I love spilling the sauce. Sounds funny. I don't spilling know. The sauce more I'm saying is good. it. I mean, sipping the tea, spilling the tea. That might have to spilling go. Spilling the sauce. All right. Spilling Boys, the sauce. I love you. I have to go fix my eye makeup before my um, Instagram Live television show, which I yes. get paid so much money for. Wow. I just make money, money, money. And that's why we're going to wrap up right now with a song, the way we always do. Bowen, take it away. Don't tell me not to tell us out of color. Life's <laughs> under the sun's a ball of butter. Don't tell us for a roll of rain on my parade. That actually wasn't us singing it. That was Leah Michelle singing it. She's a bad singer, She's too. She's bad. Wow. Ooh. Canceled. Okay, bye. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.